Hello and welcome back to the no we, we started last week I was gonna say the tenth season yeah. of unclassical tenth season of unclassical episode two though because last week it was just too fucking hot I'm Marsha and I'm Katie it was yeah. too fucking hot yeah and we forgot <laughs> yeah exactly because it was too hot and I oh. couldn't think. Okay. Also, There's so much more in my in my habitat this time. I've got a blanket around me. It's rainy outside. Cozy is where it's at. I can't handle the heat, guys. Okay. I I would also agree if I wasn't going to the beach this weekend. I, I would like a little bit more of summer. It is like the August July turnover. Yeah. A little <clears throat> bit more. Like I'm aware I was very British last week saying it's too fucking hot and now it's raining. I'm like, oh, well, it's a fucking summer girl. You can't please the British. Okay. The stereotype is correct. Yeah. <laughs> I want a little bit more summer too, just because I'm going camping and much as i love you rain i don't like you when i'm camping no i don't want to camp in the rain but i i agree the autumn aesthetic the coziness i am here for it when it is the proper time the proper time i haven't had my summer yet anyway guys 10 seasons 10, ten seasons. books kind of there might have been a few specials i don't know but yeah 10 proper seasons of unclassical yeah well, it's been a ride. <laughs> we had a slice of cake. Well, I did. <coughs> yes, we bought cake. It wasn't poisonous. We, <laughs> we bought cake. We <coughs> took photos. It's all over on our Instagram. Katie ate the cake. I did say she could. <laughs> yeah, I had every intention of sharing. And then Marsh said, I got a slice of cake. And I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about the word slice singular. <laughs> this isn't going to end well. <coughs> Katie's got COVID. Disgusting. <coughs> I'm sorry, lads. I'm going to have to heck it up. Uh-huh. Not heck it up. I just need to clear the airway, otherwise it's going to be every five seconds. Do it. <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> you better not have COVID. I don't. I've done so many t- I did a, the two tests this morning. Okay, man. You better not. Anyway, I wasn't meant to be editing this one because we don't well, have much I time. <laughs> if I do the big cough at the beginning, it's less work. So we are getting back into To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> and what happened last week? We finished with um, Dill uh, proposed. Dill. Oh, yeah, Dill proposed to Scout. Scout, Scou- yeah. Oh, also, I have to um, uh, d- uh, dis- uh, open this episode with a slightly embarrassing note. Um, I read the housekeeper's name wrong. It's not um, whatever I said it was, Calpurnia. It's Calpurnia. Oh, yeah, no, Calpurnia. Calpurnia. I don't know why I read it wrong. And uh, now I'm quite far into the book and realise I've been reading it wrong. It's a little bit jarring. Anyway, um, sometimes I think I'm a little bit dyslexic, but uh, sorry about that. I read a book once and there was a character called, I don't even know how it's meant to be pronounced. It's a type of plant, like Valerian. Valerian? Valerian. Valerian. Valerian root. Yeah. Entire book, her name was Valerian to me, <laughs> yeah. and then I realised that I was wrong. And I was like, "Oh fuck this shit." <laughs> well, I was going to say sorry. I should make more effort with um, names, and I should have got that right. And that was just very lazy reading on my part. So it's, it's Calpurnia, not Calperina. So there we go. Ugh, Katie's disgusting, and her skin's falling off. Yeah. Anyway, we're doing great over here, guys. <laughs> so kicking off with this week. So I just wanted to. Um, this is a funny little scene to kick things off. There's, there's this character called Miss Maudie, and she has a nice garden, and that's kind of her personality. And also she has golden front teeth, which is kind of gangster. Pretty that's cool. pretty gangster. Yeah, pretty cool. And um, Scout also wants gold teeth like her, because Scout is a little gangster. Who was I talking Someone was saying they were finding they really like gold teeth. It's like... What, the modern person? Yeah. It might have been Debbie. 
<laughs> like, so Debbie is Katie's boyfriend's mum, as in she finds it attractive, like on men or something. Bit of rough. She just thinks it's really cool. Like, it's nice. Like, mm-hmm. You know, in the same way you might be like, oh, I really like winged eyeliner. I just really like it. There people. was a trend when I was younger for people to have gems like put in the middle yeah. of their teeth. Yeah. Like, An actual gold tooth. It's like. Just for shits and giggles. I mean, people have gold grills. Yeah. So I think it's cool. But it's just like, oh, you didn't look after your teeth very well. Yeah. Like. But I suppose you could have it done from like a vanity point of view. Weird. Anyway, um, gangster Miss Mordy. I never picture her when because she's like just this nice lady that has a nice garden. Then I have to rem- remind myself she's gangster. But anyway. Yeah, um, it really <laughs> doesn't fit with like the white um, suburbia. upper class suburban imagery in our heads. Yeah, it really doesn't. Gangster bitch. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, there's like this group of Christians like in the area who all believe that you know you should be very like scant with your belongings and pious, and that's the only way you'll get into heaven. And Miss Mordy's telling um Scout. Sorry, just because we were talking about her being a gangster when you said Christians, it went in as gangster, and I was like, <laughs> that's some rad gangster shit. <laughs> Sorry, you should have less possessions, mate. <laughs> you need to respect yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. I was like, God's watching. Like, all right, all right, all right. It's a different approach. Different, different approach. approach. I, I like, you know, that they're using this like to sort of like show like people aren't always what they seem. Kind yeah, of vibe. I like it. Christians. Oh, Christians. I am a with a you. I get it now. So anyway, this group of Christians and they walk past Miss Mordy's and they tell her that her and her flowers are going to hell. Thanks. And the scout's like, and your flowers too. <laughs> so she's like, um, yes, ma'am, they'd burn right in hell with me. They thought I spent too much time in God's outdoors and not enough time inside reading the Bible. I wonder if that picked oh. up the fart I just did. Let's <laughs> probably that one <laughs> I don't understand this idea of Chris, uh, no offence to anyone, but I don't understand this idea of being like, God has given us this gift of life. We should spend it not enjoying the flowers and the nature and yeah. enjoying it. We should spend it studying his bloody book. Yeah, which he didn't even write, logic. Yeah. Written by humans. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Don't be miserable. That'll get... Don't be happy. Be miserable. <laughs> Don't be miserable. Well, that's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's sort of like, for what? It's like, oh, well, then I'll have a good afterlife. Well, would you not like to enjoy the present? Life? Yeah. That's why they call it the present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make the most of it. No, isn't that just the cutest? Ain't that just the nicest? <laughs> and then the Christians, no! <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Miss Mordy also adds that the foot washers, as she calls the Christians, uh, think women yeah. are sin by definition. Oh, yeah. And therefore, anything she does is going to be sinful. Truth. Um, so Lady. because of Eve, who was misled by, is it portrayed as a male snake or is it just a creature? It was just a, a sexless, genderless creature. I mean, I always got the five that was a man because he was a prick. Yeah, but... me too. I was like a boy snake, and I was like, mm, that might just be me putting that on there. Yeah. But everything's men's fault, really, isn't it? Oh, it's, well, no, it is a man mm. because if it was a woman, they'd be like, see, the snake was mean and tricked her. Ah. But because it was a man, it was Eve's fault. <clears throat> Very good point. Yeah. Glad we got to the bottom of that. Men aren't allowed to be blamed if a woman was involved. Mm. Oh, I saw this thing, it's tangent, mm. and it was like this. Um, man had he was shot by a teenager who had snuck into his house to see his daughter so it was like you know her boyfriend and then the dad had chased him out with a gun and the kid had killed the dad in self-defense so the kid came in packing a gun as well I don't know. Or like, he's got a gun. This yeah. is why you need gun control. Yeah, right. or maybe he stabbed him or something. But he like mm. killed the dad in self-defense, whatever yeah. it was. Um, because the dad attacked him in his house because he'd snuck in to see his mm. girlfriend, the daughter. And someone did the comp being like, like being genuine. <laughs> so sort of like, 
how dare she? She's killed her own father. And it's like, yes, um, clearly the, the girl was the one to blame in there. Clearly, just not the melodramatic men around yeah. her. Like, why don't we just put the guns down? <laughs> like, look, all I wanted was a cheeky snog from a boyfriend yeah, just sneaking they, through the window because you're overbearing. Overbearing. Even if that was the way it went down, he might have had a surprise visit. Yeah. She might have been fucking involved. Anyway. Ridiculous. So, um... Ah, going back to a German Dill and Scout. Uh, German Dill are plotting to get a I note. I said German Dill. I was like, German oh, what's Dill. that like? <laughs> mm. I imagine probably quite nice. Um, but anyway, uh, they're plotting to get a note to Boo Radley. Remember Boo Radley? Oh, yeah. yeah, the guy that lives... Uh, the guy that lives in the house. Well, that's not a very good description. <laughs> the guy that's not allowed to leave his and parents' house. And didn't he like, stab his dad or something? Yeah, stabbed his dad in the leg. And um, his, his dad's dead thing. We've all thought it. Not because he got mm. stabbed. Yeah. What? Not because he got stabbed. Oh, no, not because he, because he was old and yeah. his brother looks after him now. Yeah, so just to be clear, Boo Radley mm. didn't murder anyone. No, he didn't. He, um, but he it? did stab his dad. He locked, he was part of a gang that locked a policeman in a toilet. So <laughs> that's what he did. Funny. And swore near some ladies. So no, he, he didn't even swear near, near some ladies. He just swore loudly. Mm. And the police officer thought, well, someone must have heard it. Yeah, a lady nonetheless. <laughs> so, yeah, best lock him up with his yeah. parents forever. Um, so, yeah, uh, German Dill um, is plotting to write him a note to ask him very nicely to come out so they can have a look at him and if he does I'll buy him an ice cream to be fair can you imagine being so scary that you get a note from the local kids like can you come out so we can see you and we'll get your ice cream I'm like alright yeah fair enough <laughs> kids are so fucking weird <laughs> I can't put that <laughs> I'm not meant to be editing this I don't have time Katie said we should do that to someone who's scary. I'm not saying the name or we're moving on. <laughs> if you feel offended, it's probably about you. <laughs> well, if the shoe fits. <laughs> so, Scout is not keen on this plan and thinks Boo or Atticus will kill them. Um, anyway. <laughs> Boo will kill us. Or your dad. Hey, my dad is a reasonable man. <laughs> no, he'll kill us all. Remember Atticus told them that, it, that he like has suspicions about the game they're playing mm. and he's like don't do it and she's like if he finds out we're trying to send a note to him he'll kill us <laughs> he'll kill us so I'm playing he's just like dad's not gonna kill you yeah. <laughs> fucking kill oh this goes full fucking circle. He kills it. No, he doesn't. Um, they go to Capone and she's like, yeah, you're right, he's not going to kill it. I am, I am. <laughs> so, anyway, Gemma attaches the note to a fishing rod with the idea... What? Yeah. The, I just imagine Boo Radley watching this happen from inside his house, like... <laughs> literally. Literally post Well, it said in the last um, um, uh, episode that... Um, they can Scout, hear laughing. Scout can hear him laughing. And to be fair, best in They don't have TV. No, and he's not allowed to leave the house, but... Yeah. Funny. Funny. Thank you. Keep them playing. So um, Gemma attaches the note to a fishing rod with the idea that he'll place it on the windowsill from afar so he doesn't have to get too close so Boo Bradley can't yank him in the house or whatever. And Scout and Dill are keeping watch. Dill has the dinner bell to sound if someone... How is he meant to let go of the um the letter? Somehow he is kind of flicking it off, but you'll see. Um, so yeah, Gemma's got the dinner bell. And then it's like really awkward so he can't get the note off the fishing rod and for it to stay on the window if he manages to flick it off the note falls to the ground it like the effort and so he's trying to like, figure out and just keeps cocking it up and then suddenly um the dinner bell goes off and scout turns around expecting to see boo radley like shits herself and just sees atticus being like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally like, no! <laughs> Funny. can you imagine 
imagine that I see your kid like trying to like fuck around tapping at your neighbour's house with a fishing one left like what are you doing yeah. stop it fucking leave him alone so he's like stop tormenting the poor man stop tormenting the poor man oh yeah we gotta get back into we gotta the serve deep them draw. what <laughs> do you think your kids are up to <laughs> and if you want to talk to someone the silverware was by the front door <laughs> No, Dad, don't you know? He'll kill us! He'll kill us! And we're gonna sneak a note through his window! You're so fucking annoying! <laughs> what does the note say? Come out so we can see him, we'll buy you ice cream! <laughs> Just a moment, I ask, because like, I failed as a parent. I think earlier when um, Dill's trying to sort of like justify it, he's like, It'll make him feel better! And Scout's like, Have How? some letters! Have some ice cream, <laughs> and sweetie! And Dill's like, Well, I wouldn't feel nice if I sat inside by myself all the time. <laughs> He's like, he'd come out and have a chat. You <laughs> like, I'm talk to you, fucking tit. I might. <laughs> if I was Brie Radley, I'd be like, do you think I'm scared? <laughs> what your kids been up to? Um, yeah, and also, and he's like, and while I'm at it, Atticus, you have to stop putting that man's his- uh, laugh history on display for the edification of the street. Like, oh, he really does know about the game. He got you good. <laughs> All the kids are like, meh, meh, I don't know what to say. Meh. And um, Atticus, I don't really see what it's got to do with anything. Atticus reminds Jem that he wants to be a lawyer. So, I mean. Be nice. But, but I don't know. He's like, don't put the man's history on display. Remember, you want to be a lawyer. I mean, that's kind of part of being a lawyer, looking into the history of someone and making a display hey, of it. Hey, do not lawyer me, son. <laughs> do not talk that back to lawyered? me. Lawyered. How'd you like that, Dad? And um, then when Atticus is out of earshot, Jem shouts, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, but I ain't so sure now. <laughs> That's what you so, get, Dad. No, not a shout. Oh, sorry, my voice actually completely went there. Yeah. I thought <clears throat> I wanted to be a lawyer, but I ain't so sure now. What do you say, son? Nothing. I love you, Daddy. Love you. Goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah, that was real hard, Jem. Yeah, real, real hard. Real. Um, so, yeah, obviously that plan was a big shitter didn't really work so that night Jem and dill it's also the last day of the holidays oh so dill's going back home yeah that sort of early the next day or even yeah. later i guess the next I like day the idea of like boo radley just being in the shadows just like watching the letter like <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the th- i could help <laughs> that was the other thing because um scout was like by the time he gets the lettering he keeps stabbing it there's going to be nothing left and yeah. atticus is like let me look at that and, and scout's like i'm surprised you could read it at all it's like such a stupid plan. <laughs> Maybe that's I thought you wanted to be a lawyer. Why are you so stupid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do a better job, you tit. Um, so anyway, they say, um, Jem and Dill say they're going to sneak up to the Radley house and peek in through the window at Boo. And Scout's like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> give it a rest. Look, if, look, Boo, I'm sure it's a reasonable man. If you jump on people while they're sleeping, anyone will go mad. And he's yeah. already stabbed his dog. Yeah, he stabbed his dog. What's he going to do to you? Yeah. Uh, so Scout isn't keen, but Jem says if she doesn't want to join them, she can go straight home because they're already out and keep her fat, flopping mouth shut. There's, There's, no, need mouth. Fat-phobic, There's no need to be fat phobic. There's no need to be fat phobic. Fat, flopping mouth. I mean, that's a hell of a phrase. Um, I don't know if I could get through that when I was under like high emotion. Hmm. Fat flopping. Yeah, you just shake your fat flopping. Uh, shut up, Jim. I mean, till <laughs> shut up, Scout. Yes, Jim yeah, saying it. You shut up, Jim. Uh, shut up, Jim. Shut up, Jim. Uh, do you want, want to know what the logic is of um, doing this dangerous task on the last day of the holidays? Do I have to deal with the consequences? I mean, that would be more sensible. The consequences are that if they die, they'll miss school and not vacation. <laughs> I was pretty solid. Solid, solid. Isn't it? That, is, that is very clever. <laughs> I 
very astute of you. That's probably what got Scout to agree. She's like, damn, that, that's smart thinking. <laughs> that, that is correct. I can't argue, argue with that logic, um, Scout. Uh, Jim. Um, so, yeah, uh, but, uh, Scout is like, Jim, please. And uh, Jim says, Scout, I'm telling you for the last time, shut your trap or go home. I declare to the Lord, you're getting more like a girl every day. Well, shocks to being here, Jim, but I am a girl, I, and you're getting more like a fucking knob every day. Every night. Every night. <laughs> every night. Every night. That's when I get angry. <laughs> more and more British as well. I can't be angry in the southern accent. It's such a nice draw. Such a nice draw. You can't be mad in it. So it's um, at a damn obviously squirrel. <laughs> or toad. <laughs> Anyway, she can't be seen to be a girl, so she obviously has no choice but to go with them. Now go dopamine. Um, uh, go dopamine, funny. Yeah. Way funnier. Honestly, I think it'd be I think it's the funniest idea that any time a boy's mean to you, just tell his mum. <laughs> Literally. Oh my mom's <laughs> dead. Okay, you got me there. I'm gonna tell your dad. Yeah, I'm gonna tell your dad. Can you imagine sort of like messaging as well? Like, hi, you don't know me, but I thought you should know about your son Zach. Mm, like, yes. So funny. There's someone that does that, like tracks down like um people like will send messages of gross things guys have sent on the internet mm. and they contact this woman and she does like amazing like stalking and finds their mums and sends them screenshots. Amazing. Yeah. This is your child's penis. To which mm-hmm. he sent to me unsolicitedly. No, this is. Um, I said I didn't actually um, want to receive dick pics off your child, and then he called me a fucking bitch and sent me rape threats and then tra- uh, threatened to kill me. Like, right. <laughs> so if you would please punish him, Cynthia, mm. that would be splendid. Yeah. Honestly. Like, right. Right. The thing is, just imagine the... I told you, I sent these screenshots to your mum. No! no! You don't know my mum sent screenshot of the mum's Facebook. Fuck! How did you find that? And a lot more intelligent. Like, not you. even having to say it, just send a screenshot of the mum's Facebook. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do, just man? stage by stage the mum's Facebook cursor over the message icon, copying the pictures in, pressing send, picture of you. Mm. <laughs> just the one. Shame. Shame. Such a shame. It's a shame you won't be invited to Christmas dinner this year. Yeah, well, I was going to say, obviously, I'm guessing there are, like, um, replies from, like, stupid mums who are a bit like, um, well, at the end of the day, you shouldn't have been such a slut or something mm. like that. But a lot of them are like, I am so horrified. Leave this with me. Like, yeah. <sighs> the thing is, though, a lot of the things Imagine. they say are, like, harassment. And you'd be like, well, I could have sent it to you. Or, to be honest, I could have escalated it and sent it to the police. In which case, you know, they'd have probably come into my house and rape me too, because, <laughs> hey man, you guys are buddies. Yeah, that's the patriarchy. Anyway, where was I? Um, so they go off to the house, and they're sneaking around the back, and they're sort of like trying to peer in the window, when suddenly they see a shadow of a man in a hat pass over them as he crosses the porch, and they're all like, <gasps> shit. But after this again, like, what the hell do you <laughs> think you're doing? <laughs> you fuck off, leave this poor family alone. Can <laughs> you imagine asking his sister like, I will kill you. I'll, I will kill you. So they're all kind of like still and the shadow passes over and kind of goes off the porch and they're all like, shit, and they start legging it. And as they're running away, they hear a gunshot. <gasps> yeah, and they're like, what the fuck? So they're all like proper running. And for some reason, they run to the schoolyard. I'm not entirely sure why. Well, at least I've never ever loved my life so much. I couldn't wait to get to school. <laughs> I've never ran so fast to school. <laughs> so they run there. Do they live next door? 
Yeah, I don't know why they run to the schoolyard. It's Maybe really to get weird. away from the gunshot. I think so. They just yeah. like panic and run. I mean, I don't think the school's that far. But anyway, um, Dill and Scout get there first and they suddenly notice that Jem's not with them. <gasps> and so they start making their way back and Jem's caught in a fence by his trousers. Yeah. And he's just sort of like kicking. He can't get loose. So in the end, he like rips himself out of them and just leaves them in the fence and keeps on running in his shorts. So um, they like get together, sort of catch their breath, and um, Jem says they'll have to go home because the gunshot. You know, everyone will be in the neighbourhood now, walking around. They'll be noticed if they're not home. So um, they get their breath back and they real casual strut into their front garden, like, "Ooh, what's going on?" And they see the rest of the neighbours are outside the Radley house, and they're like, "Oh, we should go over, otherwise it would look weird." And um, so they walk over. Sorry, I skipped too far in my notes. And Nathan <coughs> Radley is there, the big brother. Yeah. And Miss Maudie, and um, she's like, "So, uh, gunshot." Eh? and he's like again we know this book's racist as shit he says he shot at a person of colour in his collard patch and um, a load of other stupid racist comments and um, Mr Bradley um, he shot high enough just to scare them off but next time he won't purposely miss um, whether it be uh, oh, I think Miss Mordy says that she's like relaying it to um, Jen and she's like next time he won't miss be it person of colour, dog or James Finch uh, he's like, yeah. she thinks it was him and, and Jen's like what was that? What was that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, this morning. And Atticus is there as too, and he's like, Jen, where are your trousers? <laughs> Jim, Jemin Easter. Yeah. Jemin Atticus Finch. My name's James. Jim. Jemin Easter. Jemin Easter. Um, I should say they're saying pants, but we're English and it's confusing because he's in his pants, which are which they call shorts. And um, so his trousers are on the fence. He's in his underwear. Okay. Um, so yeah. But seriously, come Just on, kids. Like- I just imagine them like, let's walk so casual in. Yeah, you'll see that's a great plan. Yeah, fucking underwear! Well, it's nighttime. Maybe I was sleeping. <laughs> You've been out all evening. Oh, fucking kids. And um, Dill pipes up and he's like, um, I won them from Jim. Everyone like turns to like, What? And then Dill's like, We were playing strip <laughs> poker up yonder by the fish Ew. pool. I know. You're like, You're not making it better. Or making it. Creepy. Worse. Very creepy. And Scout's just there thinking, I wonder what strip poker is. <laughs> it's fun. You don't, honey, if you don't know what strip poker is, you're too young to play. Yeah, literally. And then a few years as well, mm. you're still too young to play. Um, just gross. And um, Miss Rachel, who's Dill's aunt, who he's staying with, and mm. um, she's like, Do Jesus. <laughs> Do Dil- Jesus. He can come play if he wants to. to. Uh, Dill Harris gambling by my fish pool. I'll strip poker you. Ew. Will you? I- I don't that's, want you to do that. Wildly inappropriate. <laughs> Please, Miss Rachel. I mean, I know I'm sent to live with you because I've got family issues, but you don't need to add to it. Look, look, look you know what? You know what, Annie? I have enough trauma. <laughs> Jesus. Back off. Anyway, Atticus <clears throat> is like, um, uh, well, Jim, you go off with Dill and you get your pants back. You um, settle that between the both of you, but you are going to need your pants. <laughs> <laughs> That however you want. I won them. They're mine. <laughs> they're mine. Dill's like, I, I, yeah, I, I'll give those back. And um, can have so they're walking Dill home, and then Dill's like, you can have a pair of mine, but Dill's a lot younger than Jem. He's like, they won't fit, but cool. Um, and then so obviously Dill goes in, and it's and he comes running back because obviously he's not going to see them for a while because he's going home to Meridian, mm. and he remembers that he's engaged to Scout, so he comes running back out, quickly kisses her, and then balls after him. You all right? You here? <laughs> So weird. <laughs> so southern. Um, y'all right here. Y'all right here. It actually just says y'all right here, but I, f- 
That's yeah, all. right here. Well, yes, we are all we gathered are. here. I know, a completely different meaning. Anyway, so um, obviously Dill didn't have the pants to um, give to Jem. So now Jem and Scout will go home to bed. But in the middle of the night, Jem's like, I gotta go get my pants. <laughs> and um, and Scout's, Scout's like, like, you do whatever you got to do. <laughs> Scout's like, Jem, you'll get like, you know, told off by Atticus. You might even get a beating, but that'll end. You go out, you could get shot. <laughs> like, you could be dead. Just could take- be dead tomorrow. Yeah. Just get and um, Jem basically says that he doesn't want to get told off by Atticus, that he's never had a beating from Atticus and he doesn't want like their dynamic essentially to be ruined by a more kiddie sense. And um, Scout's all like, um, I, I, you can't go, you'll die. I'm going to tell Atticus, I'll t- I swear I'll tell. And he's like, if you tell him, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's everyone wants to hear when they're being threatened as a lot of maniacal <laughs> Fucking bring us Fucking bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know I said you'd leave, you'd die if you left this room. Hmm. Turns out you're gonna die in this room. Yeah, either way, you were dying tonight, Jim. Um, so yeah, Scout's like all um, upset, but she's like, "Well, if you're going, and I can't tell Atticus, I'm coming too." And so um, she, why? She why can't, is- I guess, to protect him. He's my brother. Um, but she doesn't even really go with him she just kind of stands in the garden and um, every time there's like a sound from the house shits that Atticus is waking up and waits for Jem to come back sounds like an anxiety trip he didn't need yeah literally so Jem runs off to go get the pants he's not gone very long and he comes back and um, he won't talk to her when they come back in so just go to bed and he actually doesn't really talk to her for a week and then a week later they're both walking back from school and um, Jem kind of says (laughs) so he ran out and when he got to the fence the pants weren't tangled up in it anymore they were folded up on the top mm. and where they've been ripped they've been sewn up but he was like but not sewn up like they were done by a lady it was crooked sewing like it was done by someone like me like a child and so someone's obviously found the pants and creepy prepared. but nice nice but, but creepy. yeah also not anyone who would just take them and like you know hand them back <laughs> at the house like like he'll come back for them i'll leave them there but yeah mm. someone's clearly been watching because they've only been there like a few hours yeah yeah weird Anyway, um, but I also like to think how subtle these kids think they are, and they're probably just running around the neighborhood screaming. And Jesper like, "I lost my pants on the fence," <laughs> and someone's just like, like "Uh huh, uh-huh, I'll, I'll go stop that." For you. like, "I know, I, I, I can see. Like you do, <laughs> you just run out of my house and leave them there, and so. you do just like you know come by my front garden and just talk about me and scream all the time. <laughs> Your kids aren't subtle." I know we were saying oh, it would be funny if you didn't have anything to do, just like watch them, but it would be on like, are those kids back again screaming about me? <laughs> Literally. Go away. Oh, off. Let me live my life. While alone in the house. Okay, fair point. Fair point, fair point. It's to get so pearl. You know, you'll be a good lawyer one day. <laughs> um, okay, so this kind of like ties into Boo Radley liking having the kids around, supposedly. So in the garden of the Radley's place, there are like these old oak trees, and there's kind of like, they call it like a knot in the tree, but it's like, you mm. know, where they have like a hole in the tree? Oh, and I've got a knot in the tree, it's like a bulb. I know, so do I, but they keep calling it the knot in the tree, but it's obviously like a crevice, like a hole. Yeah. And um, so I think actually it might be where there was a knot, but the knot's fallen out. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, um, so an anti-knot. Anyway. <laughs> an opposite knot. <laughs> an inverted knot. What's the opposite of a knot? A, a loose? <laughs> so a while ago they found like a piece of like new chewing gum like unchewed and wrapped up in there Mm. and um i think i remember who found it i think scout found it and like just popped it in her mouth and then jim was like everything on the radley's property is poisonous you're just gonna die 
like spit it out and then like the next time and she didn't die and they found some more so he chewed it next time yeah. or something like that anyway so they keep finding things in there and today they go by and scout looks in there and there's like a figure of a boy and a figure of a girl carved out of soap creepy. and it's, they look at it and it's meant to be them creepy it's so creepy but they're like these are real good they're the best i've ever seen actually to be fair scout picks it up screams and drops them and yeah. um, gem's like don't drop them they're amazing and she's like no, Scout had the right idea. Yeah, that's like grooming shit, right? Yeah, there. and then it kind of goes through like over the next kind of amount of time. Uh, like the next week, there's a whole pack of chewing gum. The following week, there's like a kind of tarnished medal. The next week, there's a pocket watch that didn't work, which Jen ends up repairing and like having. Uh, so it keeps being like gifts in there for them. Weird. And Scout and Jem decide to write a letter to whoever, whoever is leaving the presence, thanking them. And yeah, so, fair. yeah. So the next day, um, they go to put the note that they've written in the tree, but they see the hole has been filled in with cement. Oh. Yeah. And um, Jem's really upset, like proper, like proper gutted, like it's not just about the hole in the tree. Is it? <laughs> Honey, right. No matter how many gifts that person leaves in the hole in the tree, your mom is not coming back. She's not coming back. <laughs> so yeah uh so the next day um jem intercepts nathan radley and um he's like did you fill that hole in in that tree and um he's like yeah i filled it in jim because the tree's dying and when a tree's dying you fill the hole in with cement do everyone you? knows that well-known trick with dying trees surely then it's gonna die and it's gonna be a rock of fucking cement, cement. like that's not a fucking thing imagine jem that's not a thing, Nathan <laughs> <That's>, Radley. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar or you're an idiot. Now, which one of these two guys do you want to be? Um, I'm a guy that's trying to pre uh, protect you from a paedophile, Jim. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> like, well, you put it like that. Well, you know what? The you know what? You should have been a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a lawyer. You're a liar. You're a liar. Everyone's a liar. <laughs> so for you, Boo Radley. You're not allowed to be. So that night, Jem asks Atticus if the tree over at the Radley's place is dying. And Atticus is like, no, Jem, uh, that tree's as healthy as you are. And Jem's like, hmm, but Nathan <coughs> Radley said it was dying. And Atticus is like, oh, well, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Nathan Radley knows what's going on with these trees. <laughs> like, no, it's a healthy tree. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's a fucking tree. I'm a lawyer. It's a tree, sir. <laughs> Literally. You just imagine, like, is that tree dying? No, it's fine. But someone said it is. Well, maybe it isn't. I don't fucking know. I don't. I cannot express how much I don't care. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. Fucking hell. Like, I, Jesus. I don't know, maybe kid. <laughs> I'm not Jesus. I don't know. I don't know everything, Gemini. My name is Jim or James. All right, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jimmy, Jimmy, Bob. Now fuck off. Fuck off, Jimmy Cricket. Face. Anyway, your face annoys me. <laughs> so Jim goes out and sits on the porch and comes in, and later Scout can see that he's been crying. I mean, I mean, I, I know your presentry has gone, honey. But... It's just a knot in a tree. It's not. It's a loose. Oh yeah. It's yeah. a loose. It is a loose. <laughs> it is a loose tree. Well, oh. I mean, you could, there's, there's a knot of cement in it now. No. Does that make you feel better, Jim? No. Does that make you feel better? So next, we hear that Mrs. Radley, so the mum, has died, and um, obviously, um, Scout and Jim like, Boo finally got to her. She could only hold out so long, and then Atticus comes back. She's like, no, she's died of natural causes. She was old, and like, well, that's mighty disappointing. Oh, that's <laughs> mighty disappointing. I was all ready for a story. <laughs> It's the truth. That's such, so true. There was no you hear like, oh, there's been like a, a suspected murder down the road. Like, mm. oh, and then it's like, oh no, it was just like a, a drunken fight. Like, oh. mm. Mm. boring. Well, no, I died. 
Hose. I mean, good. I'm glad no one's dead, but, you know, just a bit of drama. Just a bit of drama would be nice, you know. And then, um, so Scout's having a bath, and then suddenly she jumps out of the bath and starts screaming for Atticus. It's the uh, end. Why? It's the end of the world. Atticus, please make it stop. Help us, help us. It's the apocalypse. Atticus comes running, and he's like, what? And she points outside, and it's snowing in Macon. We thought Boo Radley was like looking at him. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> to be fair, fucking haunting. Yeah. It's just fucking snowing. Okay. Um, and I was then really worried then. Uh, thought this, the pedo got them. There's this neighbour called Mr. Avery, and um, he keeps having a go at Scout and Jem because he thinks like strange weather patterns are caused by naughty children. <laughs> so they go out in the street and he's like, see what you've done now? <laughs> You are insane. Like, stop screaming at me. I'm a child. You're a fully grown man. Like, you have got to do better. Like, why? Everyone just proper picks fights with them. Like, adults. It's really weird. Like, it's it's very odd. Like, imagine just seeing, like, even if kids are being annoying, you don't go up and, like, scream at them. No, it's so strange. Um, So, (laughs) just. We are, I know we're not proper adults, um, but (laughs) But legally speaking. Can you imagine? So, Jem's like what max 13 or something maybe mm. around that can you imagine just about anything a stranger's child having a, they haven't done anything directly to you but having a proper go at them it's insane like scream it's so I mean, you weird scream at anyone no but someone, and it's a child you can't scream like, at children scouts, like fucking not even 10 <laughs> like, can't scream at 10 year olds just saying she's way younger than that but yeah there is a bat that keeps flying past the window and it's getting close and in a minute it might fly in. Oh my god, guys, if that bat flies in, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. I haven't seen it for a few, for a little while now. It's, it, it was they come really close to the windows. It's going to happen one day. I live next to a nature reserve. Um, yeah, <coughs> it, it's inevitable. Anyway, um, so uh, <laughs> Mr. Avery's just around shouting at everyone. Yeah. Um, so Scout and Jem, um, but mainly Jem, decide they want to build a snowman. And um, they end up building... Do you want to build a snowman? And they end... Come on now, Mr. Bat. <laughs> so they build one, but uh, they... Jen makes it look like Mr. Avery, but it looks too much like him. And all the neighbours are like, he's going to be real angry. I already thinks he cast the end of the world. So they just like shove a massive hat on it. Uh, also, how do you cast something out of snow that actually looks like a real person? Apparently, Jim is actually very talented in yeah. this regard. Um, also, the snow is kind of like mixed with the mud because it's not proper snow. And um, so I'm guessing it's almost like clay. So it's quite malleable. Still, yeah. do you have to actually do a good sculpture that actually looks like an actual person? I mean, yeah. He's, he's got skills. There's, of course, because the snow is mixed with the earth, there's lots of really enlightened racist comments, mm-hmm, which um, mm-hmm. wonderful. You can all um, imagine. Um, but don't worry, Jem makes the snowman nice and white in the end with a top layer of snow. So Thanks for that. Brilliant. Lovely enlightened comments. Um, they go to bed after a good uh, day of uh, racist work. Mm-hmm. And uh, that night, everyone wakes up to screams. <gasps> dramas um so miss maudie's house is on fire oh no yeah and uh, there's like you know a risk of the christians knew the christians to be fair they said you're going to hell yeah. you will but you and your garden maybe they did um so 
Miss Mordy and everyone have to get out because obviously it can spread to the other houses so that's why everyone's kind of like freaking out and they need to get it under control yeah um, so Atticus um, tells Gem and Scout to go wait um, by the Radley gate so they're kind of like away from where the fire is in case it spreads and um, so everyone else is like getting it under control they manage to put it out Miss Mordy's house is absolutely fucked um, but at least everyone's safe and then when the grown-ups return they notice that Scout has a blanket around her and they're like where'd you get the blanket and she's like I I don't know. And um, they're like, Nathan Radley was with us putting the fire out. Yeah! <laughs> and then Jem's like, oh, Boo put it round you, but you were so like absorbed watching the fire, you didn't even notice. And Scout's a little bit like, Ew, ew, ew. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to touch it. Like, gross. And um, yeah, so they're all a bit freaked out. And um, so obviously Miss Mordy um, has to move in with another lady while her house is rebuilt. And um, Scout's like, are you not aggrieved by your house getting burnt down at all? And she's like, I'm not bothered at all. I hated that house. Yeah. I often thought about setting fire to it myself. I was just worried I'd get locked up if I did. <laughs> so, Miss Mordy is gangster, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, she is proper gangster. So, yeah, she's um, everything's fine. Um, yeah, I keep skipping too far in my notes, guys. Sorry. Um, so right now, Gem uh, and Scout, oh, they... Yeah, and the, but they start getting loads of jip from the other kids at school saying that their daddy loves people of colour um, and obviously they're dicks about it and um, Scout, because she's uneducated about the whole thing as well immediately goes on, def on the defence is like, no he doesn't! We're like, no, Scout, you're allowed to not be racist <laughs> like, also, that's okay Like, why was this book like the most, co like, the most popular book for school t 10 year olds to read not 10 year olds year 10 mm. to read when it's like in this day and age when it's not enlightened it it's uses not. that word which is just like mm. i remember having this lesson at school and being like mm. we can and you know people having to read this out mm. loud and getting to that word you know being like um being like uh yeah we i can don't just, want to say it yeah and then like in our school it was like oh yeah just glaze over it like don't say it but also it's like well isn't this nice that we're all sat around looking yeah. at this completely not educational it's not like so white saviorism in a classroom, well, everyone in my class was pretty much white. Like, yeah. I was, um, I read up a little bit about it because loads of people get sort of like angsty when you, when people talk about banning books because, like, you know, synonymous yeah. with some um, Nazi activity. Um, but I was like looking into it and the thing is, like, the reason for keeping To Kill a Mockingbird on the syllabus where they were like, oh, it helps facilitate, um, facilitate conversations about race. And I was like, that's just fucking lazy. That's just, and also it's written by a white person. It's written you by a white talk person. talk about race, use something that's written by a black person. And there are that so... That isn't so for racist and white saviorism. Fucking many things yeah. that are written by people of colour. It's just, and it's not got any real perspectives from any people of colour in it, really. No. It's all told from white people's perspectives. From white children. And also... Like, I find if you want to facilitate a conversation about modern race, this whole thing with To Kill a Mockingbird, it, it's this whole kind of idea that racism is in the past, that it's not a problem anymore. Yeah. And you're like, well, it is still a fucking problem. So you well, can, like, teach people, with some modern This is what white text. people teach. They do teach racism as if, like, a, well, this is what happened in the past. Yeah. But it's not, well, at least when I was at school, it was not taught as if, like, a, this not is still a problem today. Not at all. It's really like, bad. It wasn't until like, I got to college and then they were, like, saying, no, Ku Klux Klan killing, killing. What? Say that quick. Ku Klux. Ku you know what I'm trying to fucking say? I'm trying to make a serious point. Um, it's still going on in, like, <laughs> I was going to say America, but, like, you know, all fucking over. Like, yeah. it still happens. Like, just, and just, like, there's so many things. Like, 
so I read a book earlier this year or last year called um, The Narrative of William Brown a fugitive slave and it's written actually by a person of colour like Mm. escaping the slave trade if you did want to look historically about how systemic racism was like brought about but then also you should like bring in like the laws and everything and taxes that kept people trapped trapped in those things that are still inherited today and then modern texts there's so many modern texts that you can teach like obviously the one that everyone's talking about at the moment is why I'm no longer talking to white people about race which is Rennie Edo Lodge but I just find it so fucking lazy. And the thing about not ha- how to kill a mockingbird, it's told through the perspective of children. Yeah. So it's not even the most articulate, the most like, it's all quite confused because children don't fully understand what's going on. Yeah. And you're like, and that is, and also it's fucking boring in places, guys. Yeah. Um, that is the best book to facilitate a conversation about they race. openly use the, uh, that word. Yeah. If it was like, I mean, I wouldn't even defend it, This, but it's not even like, you know, it's the equivalent of like, the Hunger Games or the Harry Potter uh, series, which is like really engaging and like kids can't yeah. help but like turn the page and get really, really involved with it. It's not like it's even that caliber it's really of book. Boring. It is like it kind of like gets a bit page turnery towards the end, but it, it is a bit of a, a slog to go through the middle, to be honest. So, you know, I just feel it's just so lazy. Do you know what the real reason is for keeping on the syllabus? Mm. It's because it's hard to keep up to date with more modern texts that would be more enlightened to actually get them approved and put on the syllabus and obviously, like, more money to have it researched and have new things put in. It's just fucking laziness. Just like, laziness. To kill a mockingbird has been on the syllabus for, like, fucking decades Decades. and it's not been updated but also not been updated because no one gives a fuck about talking about race to children literally they just want it to fucking carry on because no one gives a shit they do actually want to teach the idea that racism isn't a problem anymore because Mm. it benefits them to keep systemic racism in place it's all fucking bollocks bollocks but so you've heard it from us first kids burn your books and probably burn your english teachers too (laughs) (laughs) just burn them a little bit just yeah just singe them a little bit so Back to what we were saying. So the news of um, Atticus's new case is sort of getting out in the town. And we all know he's defending a black man. And at the moment, all we know about him is that he's called Tom Robinson. He knows Calpurnia and he's a clean living guy, which um, because if he was a dirty living person and black, he would be entitled to legal representation. But the fact he's a nice, clean guy, then, I, you know, I can represent him just fine. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm sure if like... He was a white person, but was a bit rough around the edges. You're like, well, everyone's entitled to representation by oh, the law. Oh, yeah, of course. Everyone, as long as you are white. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Atticus says that he had to take... Uh, Scout's kind of like, why are you taking the case? Everyone's going to hate you kind of thing. And Atticus says that he had to take the case because, basically, uh, he couldn't refuse it and keep his self-respect and that he'd be a hypocrite if he didn't. But he explains it in a really weird way. He's like, I had to take the case, Scout, because if I didn't, I could never tell you and Jim what to do anymore. And she's like, you mean we wouldn't have to mind you? And he's like, pretty much. Would you like to explain with actual, like, like sorry, logic Atticus, and reason? Did you want to have a conversation with your children and be like, and actually teach them? Or did you just mm. want to chat shit? Yeah, exactly. So Scout asks if he'll win the case and Atticus just says, no. And um, then they're kind of like, why are you doing it? And Atticus says, um, even if they're licked a hundred years before they've started, that's no reason not to try. So I suppose that's kind of like a reference to systemic racism. Yeah. You still will like fight it, even if you feel you're winning a losing battle. Um, so next in the book, Christmas rolls around and uh, we meet Atticus's brother, Uncle Jack. And uh, he pecks Atticus on the cheek as he gets off the train. And Scout notes that they're the only men that she sees that kiss. And like... Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, there's plenty more. There's out there. plenty more. Obviously, not got many uh, LGBT representation. No. Wearing, um, although I was thinking this, do you know any men personally 
that kiss other men on the cheek as like a no. standard. No, I don't. But <laughs> sorry, guys. COVID. It's not COVID. I just have a cold. Mm. <coughs> I'm sorry. Mm. Um, but I did actually. I think it was like Victorian times. It was commonplace for like two male friends. I, I realise I'm saying this now and it's definitely was just a thing that was invented so that gay men could show their affection in public without uh, getting killed. Um, but apparently it was a thing that, you know, it was completely normal to hold your mate's hand while walking yeah. down the street. There is in loads of other uh, parts of the world as well. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, God, no LGBT. And I was like, wait, they still don't do that. Strange. <laughs> Come on, guys, get rid of that toxic masculinity. But also, like, I mean, I don't kiss my friends on the cheek. I'd like to say, if anyone else planted their lips on me, I'd be like, fucking get off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, that it's an older person thing where, like, my boyfriend's parents, they kiss all their mates on the lips. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. No offense if anyone does it, but you're gross. Disgusting. Um, hmm, just thinking what we're getting into now. I think, you know what, I think we could leave it there today, and then no. next week we could come back. And see about Christmas with Uncle Jack. I like Christmas. I, I don't Christmas. know if I like Uncle Jack yet. Uh, yeah, um, I would say the jury's out, but um, I, I don't like Uncle Jack. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll find out next week why we don't like Uncle so Jack. Why we don't like Uncle Jack. Um, yeah, well, thanks, guys, for sticking around for ten seasons. Yeah, Jesus. if you haven't heard them all, you've you got some catching up to do. How you, embarrassing for you. How embarrassing. you got a lot of listening to do. And yeah, if you like what you've heard, come track us down on social media. You can see the cake that Katie ate all to herself. You said you didn't want any. <laughs> if you really like what you've heard here today and would like us to make another 10 seasons, why don't you head over to Patreon and, and you know, help us do that. Help. Please. Oh, Jim, please. Jim, please. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, if nothing else, we'll see you next week, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.